You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey everyone, today what I want to do is remind you of God's grace, how it is sufficient for us today for our joy, for our peace, our salvation, and our life. He gives us grace, and this is so so good for our souls because grace is something we can't earn. We don't deserve. Uh, it's an unearned favor that we don't deserve, but we surely can receive from the Lord by faith. And this should cause our hearts to rejoice, to praise God, how he saves us. He sustains us. And it's all by his grace and not our behavior. Uh, the passage I want to look at, uh, at this is from second Corinthians chapter three, verse four through six. Uh, and it's written by the Apostle Paul. And this is what he testifies about God's grace to us today. He says, such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter kills but the spirit gives life. I love this passage because it emphasizes God's sufficiency, right? To save us, to call us, to even serve him and do the things he's called us to do and sustain us. Uh, he, it's all about him. God is able to save us and bring us into salvation uh, by faith, through grace, uh, by grace, through faith. And so um, the relationship of the new covenant is one where we don't have to perform or try to earn our own righteousness before God. Because the Bible teaches, teaches that we are clearly saved by God's grace and that God's grace is enough for us. God's grace is enough for you today. It's enough for me today, not only for uh, eternal life, but to know Jesus and to walk with him now and just to be with him. You see, God sent Jesus to live a perfect life you and I couldn't live uh, so that way he could pay the payment for our sin to forgive us, to give us his spirit, give us eternal life by faith uh, and not in our own efforts, not in our own behavior. This is so important. This is good news because the gospel is not a scale system. It's not based off of our performance or what we do. It's if we receive what God has done. We all fall short of the glory of God, uh, the Bible says. And so God had to pay the payment of sin to pay our debt. And he redeems us through Jesus. And he says, Jesus is enough. He is sufficient as we abide in him, trust in him, walk with him. We are actually going to bear fruit and it's going to be a blessing to our lives. And this is why Jesus cried out from the cross. It is finished. I came to seek and save the lost. This was my purpose, my hour. And he did what he accomplished the father's will of saving sinners like you and like me on the cross, being our full atonement. So much so that the spirit of God raised Jesus from the dead three days later in order to show us that this new covenant is sufficient. It's the better way. It's not about us trying to get to God. God came down to us and loves us so much. And now we would just respond to his grace. We, we respond in worship. I say the new covenant because before the cross of Christ, uh, God had given us an old covenant. It's known as the law. It was a system of right and wrong. And God gave us some standards to show us what sin was. Some of those standards we know is the Ten Commandments. Uh, he gave the Israelites 613 Levitical laws so they would know what to do in ethics and background and morality, all these things. 
And it was to show us that we could not be sufficient in ourselves. In fact, Romans chapter seven, Paul actually says that the law, he knew he was a sinner because the law had come and it was through the law he knew about it. Paul definitely had a respect for the law because he declares in that chapter that the law is righteous, it's holy, it's good. But the problem is not the law, it's us trying to be good, trying to earn favor, trying to justify ourselves. And this is what we need. We need the justification of Jesus where he declares us righteous. And he says he did that on the cross for God made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. And this is through the power of God and his spirit and his work, not in our own flesh or according to our good behavior. He puts it this way in verse six of chapter three, which we just read in that passage for the letter kills, but the spirit, well, it gives life. In fact, this whole chapter is about how the new covenant is so much better than the old covenant or the old way of the world. Uh, the, the world has a performance, a scale, a balance, and, and you try to outweigh the good, the bad. And if you're good, then, then people will love you. But if you're bad, well, then people won't like you. And God says, no, I'm going to give you a new covenant. I'm going to show you. I'm going to demonstrate my love for you on the cross. So you'll never question. There'll be no condemnation in me. You can just receive my grace. And no matter what you do, I'll love you unconditionally. You see, in this chapter, Paul explains the law was a table of stone. It was deficient. It wasn't complete. But the Spirit, well, it's written in our hearts. The law is now written in our hearts. God transforms us and we want to now obey Him by His Spirit. The law was a fading glory. But the Spirit is an eternal, continual glory from glory to glory. The law condemned us, but the Spirit forgives us and gives us life. So you would think that us as humans, we would never want to sort of go back to this scale system or the Old Testament based off our relation, our relationship off God, off the law. But sadly, we as humans, we love religion. We love being in control. We love being able to uh, struggle and really fall back into the flesh. Uh, we're struggling sometimes to have confidence in God. And so we want to take control and, and say, well, I'm just going to do it on my own behavior. But God wants us to have confidence in him and the work he did rather than our flesh and what we can do. I love what Warren Wiersbe said about this passage. He said, human nature enjoys achieving religious goods instead of simply trusting Christ and allowing the Holy Spirit to work. It is much easier to measure religion than true righteousness. And listen, it may be actually harder to walk by faith, to trust in things you don't see, but the Bible says it is more sufficient. It is a better way. It is a good way not to base your relationship off God, off the law, but off of his grace, his mercy, off of who he is and his name, his nature. Paul always makes the case for the gospel to be good news because it's based off of God's perfection and not our perfection. And listen, if you know yourself like you know, uh, like I know myself, you're, you're smiling about that. You're rejoicing about that because you know you need God's grace. You know you're not perfect. You know you blow it. And so in this passage, Paul receiving this grace, receiving this understanding that uh, the law is deficient and he's not basing his relationship off of God, of his own performance, but God's performance, Paul declares something very powerful in this, in this section. He says, I have great confidence. He had such a confidence in the salvation and the calling of what God wanted him to do and even the confidence in, in heaven and, and all that God 
was going to do in his life. We can have such a confidence and rest in Jesus and his gospel through the new covenant of grace in our salvation as we receive God's grace and just not try to earn it. As we just trust in the spirit of God and his ways, it brings a confidence, it brings a freedom, it brings a joy, and it brings a peace. We can have confidence in God and our people now that respond to his love because the spirit of God testifies in us and transforms us. Warren Wiersbe again in this passage said, the law is an external thing and the people people need an internal power if their lives are to be transformed. We need an eternal power. Uh, internal power. We need the spirit of God to transform us and give us life by his grace, not behavior modification. We don't, uh, you know, we need to become spiritually born again and alive. And the only way that we are able to do that is through the spirit of God, not by doing good behaviors. Now, the letter of the law, it condemns, but it points us to a savior. It points us to Jesus and tells us that Jesus is sufficient. He is our Savior. In fact, Paul's letter to the Galatians, he pointed out the deficiency of the law very clear because he knew that we would not stand on God's grace and we would fall back in the, a system of old, of performance, the old covenant. So in Galatians 2.16, it says that the law cannot justify lost sinners. Galatians 2.21, it says the law cannot give a sinner righteousness. Galatians 3.2 says the law cannot give the Holy Spirit. Galatians 3.18 says the law cannot give an inheritance. Speaking of heaven. Galatians 3.21 says the law cannot give life. And Galatians 4.8-10 says the law cannot give freedom. The law of God is not sufficient for us. But God and His grace through Jesus is. Amen. And so what I want to do, maybe next devotional, I'd like to walk a passage through Galatians and dive a little bit deeper for the purpose of the law, the purpose of the law, uh, to be able to explain that to you, because we want to make sure as Christians, how do we interact now with the law? Uh, is if we have grace, do we still obey the Ten Commandments? What does that all look like? But for now, hey, I just wanted to remind you, I wanted you to just know that, man, uh, the law doesn't save, Jesus saves. Look to him. Continue to trust Christ and his gospel, which is good news for our souls. And let's continue to have confidence in God and his love and his grace and not on our own performance and what we have to do. So keep looking to Jesus. Thanks, guys, for letting me share. I hope that was an encouragement to you. And tomorrow uh, I'll do another devotional on just sort of the purpose of the law and how we interact with it, act, act with, interact with it uh, as believers in Jesus Christ. So God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.